All right, welcome to the first episode of Mondays with Milo. What it do? What it do? Today we got a cool interview from my boy Feezy Films, a close homie of Lil Loke, who I've got with me right now. Say what's up to the people. What it do? What it do, y'all? That's it, man. How's everything going with you, man? Oh, man, I'm blessed, man. I'm blessed. Everything's going good right now, man. I'm happy to be here with you, man. Shit, how you been? I've been great, man. Before we get into it more, let's uh, let me real quick recap on what's been going on with FTV. Uh, you know, we might have been on pause for a little bit, but that doesn't mean we're stopping at all with what we're doing. We are no, still following all. the vision a thousand fucking percent. You know, we got, if anything, more shit in the works for 2022. We've been taking this last month to uh, to really reflect on what we've done so far, as well as figure out how to improve on that process. And, uh, you know, it's been a really positive uh, positive month in terms of growth. And we've decided for Beko and I, the best move in terms of uh, A, that growth, and B, just the way that we move, that we wanted to uh, split the FTV podcast into two. So now we've got Mondays with Milo. So welcome, everybody, to this new show. This is going to be uh, my show. I believe we might have uh, a little Loke as a permanent host. I can't say that for sure yet. We're we going to see what's up, though. You know, we're going to fuck around. We're going we gonna to make it happen. We're going to, you know, see, what, see what's up with all that. You know, We're going we to we talk about that. We're going to make that next happen. Next week, y'all will find out if Lil Loke is back or if we got a new guest. Huh. But I guess we gotta leave him in suspense for now. I guess you now, don't huh? have to tune in for that one to find out. But uh, that being said, you know, Bago's gonna be having Bago's block parties dropping every on the the opposing weeks to Mondays with Milo. So you know, my my episodes will be coming out. You know, maybe the first and third month or for first and third week of every month. And, nice. Uh, his episodes will be coming out the second and fourth week. For example, it'll be alternating weeks, basically. Um, That's right. And beyond that, yeah, I mean, we're uh, we're in for a new adventure. We've got a lot of new right. shit planned in the works. Uh, we'll get into that more with the the episode. But that being said, love, man, hey, man, to that, you, hey, man. you dropped an album recently, and yes, that sir, I think yes, is worth uh, spending a quick second before we even get into the episode too deep. What was the album called? In it to win, right? In it to win, you got it, my yes, brother. Sir, yes, sir. You and know it, man. To win, always, always. And that's really man. what it is, bro. That's right. That's right, man. Since day one, that's always what it's been about. You know, that's why I titled this. You know, you always hear that saying, "In it to win it." You know, it's like I'm letting it know since it's been set in stone right here that I've been in it to win. Yeah, I like that. I like that as your debut album. Uh, anybody who has not heard that, there's a couple of mixes of mine on there. Uh, yes, sir. I guess anybody who's tuning in fresh, you know, my name is Milo Kimball. I'm a music audio engineer, uh, as well as, you know, I work on podcasts. Uh, you know, this is my podcast. So, uh, young fly guy yeah. out the shark tank, you know, let him uh, know. Yeah, straight out of San Jose. Come Grew on out now. there, you know, uh, moved out to Oakland about two years ago, started doing school for music and uh, or for audio engineering specifically. And, and that's how we linked up, you know, and ever since then, we've been making it happen. Man, on everything, bro. Mario, just been my guy since the day I got to the school. Basically, we've right. been smoking up fat. Mario, you want to you wanna tell a little story of uh, of how we I'm really trying. got connected, bro? 
off top, off top. Now, see, that's how y'all know that that's really my bro right here on the other line because he called me by the government, which I ain't even tripping, you know. Let it be known, you feel me? That's love for real, for real. You know, that's bro right there. But ever oh, since then, we can bleep that out too. We can bleep that out. No problem, no problem, man. It's all good. It's it. That's that's brotherly love right there, man. No, come on now. You already know how it is. But oh, man, man. Appreciate that you. day, man. SAE expression days, though, man. That's man. Those were the good times. Those were the good times right there, man. That's how I started off really exploring my inner music craft. I've always had a thing for music since a young age, always been around it since a baby, you know, being around my family. They've all been involved in music. Pops was in the label, all that. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I fell into it. I would imagine, real quick, let me just say, I would imagine a lot of our listeners are going to be having come from the FTV show. Yeah. My guess is a lot of people will be familiar with you, but continue with your recap on where you're from, like like how you came up. But for sure, you know, you were around it a lot. Your pops is doing it. Yep. Yep. Pops is an artist himself, you know. I started at a young age. We had. excuse me yeah man it was takeover entertainment man back in the day man see that was the homies back in the day it was him uh cousin lex my cousin uh big punny you know all them young tone all them back in the day riding around that straight out of pittsburgh doing what they do i was promoting at about six years old man promoting their albums all the shows they did, man. I was out there hustling, man. Six, seven years old doing my Dude, thing. So that's a seven-year-old, six-year-old. How are you promoting music? Like, and that's no no offense to be taken. I'm just like genuinely like, were you like just because I can imagine if a seven-year-old came up to me on some like, hey, pull up to this show, I would either get the idea of A, this is about to be lit as fuck, or B, like, what the hell is this? Right, so, right. So what was that like? You know, what were you doing? What was your moves? Like, if you remember, like, kind of how you, how you, man, I can only, man, I can that. only imagine, like you said, you know, someone thinking that a young kid coming up to you, trying to pass you a, a poster, trying to sell you a CD. You're like, what is this about, man? You know, but I'm sure I you got mixed reactions between the both of those, huh? Definitely. For sure. For sure, man. You know, I definitely had them. Them OGs, you know, them cats that were out there, you know, and be like, man, youngster, what you over here doing? You over here just trying to hustle, we'll do what you're doing, all that, you know. And then, of course, I got the other side, you know, that's like, oh, oh, well, I'm cool, I'm cool, you know. Like, because you always got that little bit of love from people and shit that are going to support, you feel me? You know, they see the hustle in you, trying to do yeah. what you do, even if it's not. Even, <clears> even if your hustle ain't right, yet, you still, right. they still see the fact that you are hustling and they don't show love to that. Exactly, exactly. And that's, you know, even if it, even if it wasn't my CD or whatever, you know, they see that I'm out here just trying to make ends meet, you feel me, you know, and do what I do as a youngster. I'm not doing nothing negative. I'm just out here selling CDs and posters, you know, so they're going to see that and support it, you know what I mean? Who wouldn't? Man, on everything, bro. So, you know, let me, let me get in a little bit of my backstory along with that, you know, like to that point is uh, I was talking to my homie Shoki uh, last night, uh, one of my producer homies, uh, anybody needs beats, feel free to tap in, you know, uh, I'll have an Instagram up. It should be Milo Kimball Mixing. Will be my new Instagram. Uh, okay. So you know, feel free to tap in on uh, any of this stuff. But uh, that's right. Yeah, uh, you know, in terms of mixing, mastering, recording sessions out in uh, the Bay Area, anything like that. But I don't he's know, hot. Y'all so make sure y'all tap in with my guy Milo, man. Hey, he made some of the. Some of the hits that we did, man, you know, I mean, not to backtrack too much, you know, yeah. but, man, the I, facts, you know? Hey, facts. I also, <laughs> hashtag facts, bro. Mm-hmm, that's the oh one. God, if you know, bro. you know. 
If you know, you know. That's some fucking. That's some fucking hashtag facts. Like, uh, like the uh, track says. Mm-hmm. But shit, uh, just for the audience, that's a that's a track that Mario. That's the first track that Mario released solo, yes. and it was a very good song. Got him yes. a lot of love and really inspired him into getting into music. But uh, amen, amen. If that song was never made. There would be no little Loke out here. I mean, there would be little Loke, you know, but you wouldn't know the other little. He Loke wasn't a rapper. Him, but that's another. He wouldn't story. have been a rapper. Yeah, exactly. You feel me? You don't know little Loke. That wasn't. The rapper, you feel you me? You would have been the plug, little Loke. He ain't the... Nah, he ain't the you feel me? Shit. Only he man. ain't the you rapper. Know you know. He's the trapper. If you know, you know. Come on now. You feel I mean, me? I, I just mean Alice. It's not no, no drug plug or nothing like that. Just Alice plug. Come like on, man. He's just so Exactly, exactly, man. I connect your cable for you, man. It's all good. But shit. <laughs> <laughs> you feel me? Yeah, cable connector, man. Exactly. Shit. Now, to, to continue on with uh, what I was saying, though, is like, bro, like, I was talking with my homie the other day, and he grew up in Japan, and, or he came out of Japan, you know, moved out to uh, New Orleans, grew up out there, and then moved out to like Emeryville, Oakland area recently ish, and spent like the last month basically from. Uh, for all of January, I've been doing my classes online, which if you've been keeping up with the FTV podcast at all, my classes Man, I've been seeing been... them working. I've been seeing them, man. I see them, man. I see y'all fucking working, man. I see everyone working from you to Josh, man. Fucking, uh, who well, else was Well, that? let me get back on the point of what I'm, what I'm saying real quick is, is, you know, everybody who's been at the FTV or who's been at uh, SAE has yeah. been, you know, stuck with online classes for the last month. Right, right. And as of this week, we've finally been able to. And this week being, you know, uh, what, it's Wednesday the 26th right now or whatever, 28th, 26th, whatever it is. And uh, wait, my ass better get that right. 25th. I'm so sorry about that, guys. 26th. Ah, fuck. It's the 26th. All right, we're going (laughs) to keep that all in. I was going to cut it, but now now we're going to just keep it in. Because that's We're just so stoned. stupid. We're two stoned, y'all. We're I'm two stoned, guys. We Sorry. are stoners, okay? Just so y'all yeah, know. Mario this and I were smoking lot. weed before this. It's Or no, we weren't. <laughs> well, yeah, we I'm were. Fuck right you. Now. It's California. Yeah. I'm smoking right now. Yeah, it's California. Fuck you. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> Medical patient, bitches. Shit, no, not, uh, y'all. not y'all. The haters. Well, not let me get back to my point, though, is <laughs> basically, you know, I started... With fuck, God damn it, Mario! <laughs> God damn it, Mario! <laughs> oh, okay, okay. I was talking to my homie Shoki um, about two days ago. Uh-huh. Uh, I already forgot for a second, but yeah, I was talking to him about uh, you know just music and showing him a lot of the artists that I came up with, whether you know. Shout out to CTB Chance and Jays of the Artist and a lot more artists that I'm not even going to worry about shouting out and spending time on their names. I don't want to be making this podcast a whole plug show. Y'all know who y'all are, though. We love y'all. But y'all know who you are, and I got a lot of love for all of you guys. And if I will say CJ, Kate, you know, I know you out there, bro. Like, I know you probably listen to this shit. I got a lot, a lot of love for you too, bro. Like, you know, I can't forget about you, bro. Like, you, you one of the first artists. 
There's a lot of no. I'm not gonna go on with it. Same man, shit. Chance and Cage, y'all got a brother out here in Fairfield for show. Hey, that's right, man. I'm glad to hear that, and it's, it's, it makes me happy to made that connection and see y'all like. Hell yeah! Y'all connecting over the then. fact that you guys follow the vision, and that's what FTV is all about, friends. But so. I was just yeah, telling man, you know, back the, thing. I was showing Chokey a bunch of these artists that I used to work with, and he was like, bro, like, all these artists you used to work with, they're dope as hell compared to, uh, you know, he was showing me some of the stuff that he used to work on back when he was in New Orleans, and it, it's cool, but yeah, it's dope. Like, I got a lot of love for Chokey. His beats are saucy as hell. I'll say that. Chokey is probably going to be on the podcast in the next couple of days, next couple of weeks, I should say. But, dope. um, yeah, man, like, you know, there was, there's a level of experience in the real world as well as having just that talent for rap, you know, quote unquote. Right. Because I wouldn't say rap is a talent, it's something that you work in, it's a skill that you can work at and improve. But, Definitely, definitely. This guy, Shoki, was sitting there telling me, he's like, bro, like, some of your artists, like, like, everybody that you've been working with is so fucking dope, like, for the last couple of years. It's like, bro, I mean, first of all, as Milo Kimball, you know, like, who, who I am as a person, I came from a background where I, you know, I was fucking around with some dumb shit back in the day. You know, I was doing some shit where it was, Man, meeting people who is not necessarily a run of the mill uh, businessman type person, quote unquote. Right. I, I don't know how to put it, but uh, you know, I, my my businesses that I was running were a lot different than the businesses that uh, my peers were running when I was in sophomore year, which I didn't attend. Right, right. So, yeah. It, you know what I mean? Like, it puts yeah. me in a different bracket, I guess you could say, in, in a couple ways, but more so just in terms of, like, it separated me from a lot of people. And yeah. In good, yeah. In good and bad, you know? I, I met a lot of people who are really, uh, really smart and knew what they were doing. And a lot of my homies now are the homies from then uh, who are older. And if you guys stay tuned to the podcast, I'm sure you guys will hear more about my stories and more about you know where I came from and what what existed with my life prior, but for right now I'll leave it at that. But you know, yeah, I, I look I forward to hearing from myself. For sure, yeah. I mean, I know you know a handful of them stories, but we'll 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 leave it up for the public to hear in the future. Amen. You feel me? <laughs> That's um, right. We'll make sure nobody listen to one episode and make it to make any connections off that one episode. You feel me? But. Gotcha. Uh, Gotcha. We, we got some cool episodes coming in the future, too. That being said, possibly in the next uh, couple of weeks, we've got a very high-class drug dealer that is going to be uh, the next interview. Oh, goodness. It brings me into the fact that we've got a Feezy Tomes interview coming up pretty soon. I'll finish up my oh, story real quick, and then we'll get into that. But, uh, yeah, man, you know, it went from... Like I said, you know, my homie was telling me, he's like, bro, like the artists you've been working with are dope as hell. And it's it's a great feeling to hear that. But at the same time, it's like, you know, the people that I've surrounded myself have been. Uh, that, the reason that I got into music was because of the dumb things I was doing before. I consider music a smart thing that I've done. Right. And a right. smart thing 
that I've gotten into. Before yeah. this smart thing that I got into, there was a whole lot of dumb things that I was into. And a lot of those dumb things that I was into, the people that I was surrounded by are the ones who got me as motivated as I am and as passionate as I am into music as I am. That's right. Like the way that I look at music at this point in time, it would not exist in the same light if these people weren't around when I was first getting into things. Mm. Which, you know, like... Uh, like I said, you know, I'll get into the stories more of what these things were in future episodes. So keep yourselves tuned. But I know Mario, you already feel me on that one for sure. I'm already knowing, man. Shit, I'm already feeling it, man. You already know I get the chills hearing this shit. Man, bro, I like to hear that. Off that being said, Feezy Films. Uh, before we jump into the interview, can you speak some words on Feezy? Because I know he is a dope ass fucking videographer but uh you've worked with him a whole lot more i have yet to actually meet him in person man, i did this easy. interview with him it which was my first time sitting and like really chopping it up with him like getting a whole conversation in. and Hell it yeah. was awesome i really enjoyed the dude's presence he's a great guy uh, Off top, man, i hope you sure. guys enjoy the interview mario uh Say a few words about Feezy and then uh, break, take us into break, man. We're going to take For a little, sure. little five-minute intermission and then we'll we'll hop back into it. And, uh, I mean, while we take our intermission, you guys will be here in the interview. So, I hope Definitely. you guys enjoy. Definitely, man. Nah, what I can say about Feezy, though, man. Nah, for sure. that That's my bro right there, man. Me and him go way back. We, we grew up in the same hood together. You know, little kids running around and shit. You feel me? Badass kids, you know, all of us playing football on the street, fighting and shit, you know, doing what we do. Little grimy ass Eastside Flatlands babies. <laughs> shit. Man. You know, shit. We came up together, man. As little young as and shit, you know, we all got older and shit. So, man. wait, how, how much older? Feezy's a little older than you, right? Yeah, yeah, he is actually not. Um, I don't. I forget how many uh, years exactly. You feel me? But um, you He's know, I could older. say. Yeah, for sure. I could say that when I was in elementary that. school. I, when I could say that I was in like maybe third grade, maybe you know they they was already damn near like eighth, ninth graders and shit. You feel me? Like, probably probably somewhere around there. You feel me? So but I, at that point, I guess you say, already was cool. Exactly. Yeah. No, we was cool, man. You know what I mean? Because it wasn't like that, man. We were all a family growing up in the hood together. You feel me? Like we all stuck it out no matter what. And, age groups and shit, we'd all be hanging out together, you feel me, still, because we all we all grew up in the block together, you know, so we stuck it out together, you know, always, no matter what, we were playing together, you know, can grew up together, you know, making music, so they were running around smoking and shit, you feel me, you know, we're yeah. a little ass Tell kids. Tell me you Grande, which, uh, as soon as, as soon as Feezy mentioned Grande, and then he grew up on Grande, I was like, oh, okay, it's, exactly, exactly, family with this man, like, y'all, y'all, close like that because i mean sure. you don't even got to be putting on for the block like that on the on public internet or whatever uh, i'm not asking you to do nothing like that but at the same time all i'm saying is i know this guy mario grew up on a on a block where uh, a lot of people were very close with each other and hearing that that same street name from uh from the guy that we're about to hop into this interview with it it immediately showed like okay these guys definitely know each other so I hope you guys enjoy this interview. We're going to hop into that right now. Uh, and, yeah, 
Enjoy the Feezy Films interview. Yep. Music. That's just me and him sitting together. And we'll be back right after that with uh, more Lil Loke. And catch y'all yep. for show. Welcome to our uh, our first interview of Mondays with Milo. Hello. Thank you, Feezy Films, for pulling up. How you doing, man? I'm doing good, brother. Doing good. Can't complain, man. You know, trying to stay busy. Hell yeah. I feel that part, man. I feel that tough, man. You, you're a dope cinematographer, videographer. Um, man, I've seen that you've been getting into wedding footage, all types of stuff recently. You want to give yourself a little brief introduction on, uh, on who you is, what you do? Sure. Uh, so... I go by Feezy Films. Um, that pretty much covers anything that I do with my camera. Um, I started out doing a whole bunch of music videos, um, doing a lot of behind the scenes for other directors here in the Bay Area just to kind of get my foot in the door. Recently, I've been transitioning into more of commercial work, for example, interviews and weddings and Okay. Events and stuff like that. Just you know, trying to stay more diverse. What was yeah, the last one? Uh, corporate events. Oh hell yeah, hell yeah. Yeah. So just you know, I'm from I'm from here in the Bay Area. Shout out Fairfield, seven oh seven. Yeah, man. Just trying to put on for the city. Man, that's dope. How long have you been uh, doing those videos? Like, cause you said you started with music videos. Uh, so I, it's probably been about three years. Coming up on three years, somewhere around there. I don't really keep too much track but i think i started i got my first camera in 2018 but i didn't really get a music video booked until like nine months after i actually had the camera yeah yeah that's that's pretty regular i'd say if anything that's pretty solid i, I know a lot of people who are uh, still struggling and trying to break into the the music scene and uh, you know have yet to get that first music video booked what was the the process on that like you know and, terms of getting started with uh with artists you know you started definitely meeting a lot of different artists and stuff i know you've known little loke since probably before you've been doing the um doing the video videography stuff yeah 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 for sure shout out my boy little loke uh go yeah. check him out on instagram it's uh little loke 707 uh, i don't know if that's his, his exact tag but check little loke out that's my boy we've been um uh, knowing each other for Shit, 15 years plus, we from the same block, Grande. Okay, uh, okay. I'm saying, so I've been knowing Loke and his family for a minute now. And there's a bunch of artists out there, too, so you definitely had a solid little connection in terms of, uh, you know, that circle. Yeah, for sure. I, I, I knew a lot of people prior to even getting into this, so for me, it was a little bit easier to actually get started. Uh, yeah. But kind of like how my process went, bro, wasn't nobody trying to book me at first. You know, I, even people I knew that I've been knowing since elementary school. They're not going to book you just because you're telling them you do something. People want to, they want to see what you're doing. They want to see the work. Yeah, they want to see something. So once I peeped that, you feel me? I just locked in with a couple people who was willing to give me a shot, bro. And I would do everything for free, bro. I'm talking about I'll pull up for four or five hours and shoot. I'll do a whole video, 10 hours of editing. No money yeah. at all, bro. I totally feel that, bro. That's exactly how I got into the, the audio engineering stuff was, you know, just hanging out in the studio with homies, just like, yeah, fuck it. Might as well record them. Yeah, bro. It's getting those sessions longer and longer. And 
more and more people pulling up or whatever, and you slowly start getting that connection going and that, you know, network going. Exactly, bro. And then especially if they see that you're good at what you do, or you don't even gotta be the best, bro. Once they just see that you're serious about what you're doing, you're serious you and you're taking it serious, exactly. yeah, passionate about it. Yeah, that's yeah, that's the shit that really sells it at first, at least. Bro, I had somebody fly me out to Vegas when I, I was in Vegas shooting a video. Uh, this was like oh, yeah. July of this year, and I had somebody fly me back out like five, six days later, just because he's seen how many batteries I packed for the shoot. So in his head, he's not playing around. So he flew me back out yeah. later to come knock that out. Dude, that's awesome. Shout, shout out Laz the Boy and shout out HG. Man, so out of all the artists that you have worked with, who's like the your favorite artist you've worked with if you have like a favorite project you've done specifically, you know? I mean, I got a lot of favorite projects, bro. And to be honest, some of those favorite right. projects I did with are with artists who don't even got clout quote unquote. It's just artists who take what they doing seriously. Like shout out big bro Falahim from um Stockton. You know what I'm saying? Like bro put a whole movie together. We shot a video in Stockton. Um it just had a lot of working parts going on. Just the project, the time I put into it. And and that's not to say bro don't got no clout or nothing like that. That's not what I meant by that. No, nah, but that's just clout. not the that's not your your reason for loving it. I understand yeah, that. Exactly. Completely. That's not that's not why I feel so like even the last video i just dropped on my channel it's the uh shout out uh otm yss trapo my boy he won the feasy film challenge uh i put out a couple months ago and like like promised i did the free music video and bro yeah. went crazy we had fire song fire video just yeah bro just i like putting shit together i'm at the point now where fuck who gonna pay me some money to come do a video i could get that all day long so i'm really more so focusing on the art side of it right now yeah that's that's cool i like that is there what's the the process that you kind of go at stuff like like i would imagine that you're kind of changing it up per artist right like you know some people you might be making a, a whole script or whatever making you know scenes planned out prior or some people you might be pulling up like doing shit on the spot or what yeah bro so i always treat everybody the same as far as that goes i'm gonna give you the opportunity i'm gonna fill you out and if you just one of those artists who just want me to shoot you're not really worried about ideas you just want some bitches and some bottles then that's what i'm gonna give you but if you yeah. approach me with the mindset of bro i don't i want to be different that's the type of people i'm looking to work for because not work for but work with because yeah, that's that's what all, all about what FTV is, you know, is following that vision, finding people who are passionate about doing something unique and doing something cool. And yeah, bro, that's really pushing the thing that they have in mind, you know, finding something that they want to do and really, you know, feeling it out, searching it out and actually committing to doing it. Right. And that's that's kind of where I'm at now, bro. Like in the beginning, I was just, bro, I was just, one thing about me, bro, is I don't like having no quote-unquote job bro like i hate i hate the nine to five lifestyle like bro i didn't probably had 40 50 jobs in my in my life bro like you could ask my girl shout out just day she'll like bro she didn't see my whole transition from knowing i don't want to work to getting into little shit trying to start my own business here here and here and then i just pushed the hardest with this one and you feel me it's just it's got me to where i am today you feel me i ain't the most I, you feel me? I ain't, I ain't the richest off this shit. You feel me? But to be able to wake up every day and do something that I could actually say I love, bro. You feel me? I just hope somebody. That's success right there, bro. I'm successful, bro. Can't nobody tell me shit, bro. I don't care if I make less money than 
everybody around me, bro. If if I'm doing what I love to make that money, bro, I'm winning every single day of life, bro. And that's what this shit is really about. Man, a hundred percent, bro. Yeah, I couldn't have said that better. Yeah, bro, but... I fuck with that. I like that idea that you know you're kind of giving them the the option to, or at least feeling them out to give them the option to you know really do something you know fully produced and you know sitting taking a bunch of your time for, or if they're just looking for a cameraman and you know somebody to pull up like you said with bottles of bitches. Yeah, bro, it, you could do that too, but that's not as, not gonna be as fun for you, I'm sure. It's not going to be as fun for me as the cameraman because I'm, I'm limited. I already know what the video is going to look like once I pull up. Once I pull up and see what I'm working with, I know what shots. I know usually where I'm going to put them in the video. I always try to have some sort of game plan going into it, bro, because I didn't been in situations where I didn't like the outcome of the video. The client was happy with it, but once I started getting bored with my own work, bro, that's when I knew it was time to switch it up. A hundred percent. Yeah, I like that, that mindset with it. It's, it's important to keep things, you know, Always changing for your own sake as well as for the clients. So, man. But I mean, back to, I don't even know if I fully answered your question. So I, I just go back to that real quick. But like, yeah, yeah. In the beginning, bro, it was just everything was free, bro. Everything. Uh, shout out Sauce Riffin, Dak Sauce, my boy, my brother for life. Shout out Miss B, my sister for life. You know what I'm saying? They, those were two people in the beginning who allowed me to test on them and allow me to still put that out for the world, regardless of what it came out to look like. So for me, that was love in a special kind of way on some like, nigga, I don't care if you raw or not. Like I'm, you my brother. So I'm finna put you in a position. You feel me? And then, you know, once I, once they start paying me for it, I start seeing like, damn, bro, I could really do this shit. So bro, from there, it was just knocking on doors, bro. I'm not afraid to hit people in the DMS, bro. Ask to work with them. Yeah, uh, I don't do that so much now because it kind of looked like you dick riding. But yeah, at this point, the DMs it feels like aren't as uh, as yeah. good as you know. If anything, just going and getting their number and texting them directly, you know. Yeah, it, it it depends on on the artist, bro. Like like, I done had certain artists. I, I don't want to name drop in this situation, but I done had certain artists reach out to me that had clout, and I told them my price, and they left me on red. So you feel me? I don't know if it was a a money issue, I feel like I could have lowballed them and they might not have took me seriously. But then yeah. sometimes I done slid in other artists DM and they got back to me the same day within the same week. We shooting we shooting videos. Like, and those are artists that got, you know, 100 k plus followers, like shit like that. For sure. Yeah. No, that's the thing, is it really doesn't have to do with the the follower count when it comes down to to what they're gonna be willing to pay, what they're gonna be willing to do on uh, you know, for for you and me, you know, me being an audio engineer, you being a, a videographer, you know, both of us being behind the scenes, but in different ways, you know, it's always trying to work around what the artist's vision is, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's tough, you know, it's, it's tough, but it's, it's very rewarding though, bro. Cause the show, yeah. When you do it right, it feels so good. It feels, it feels good on the inside, bro. It feels getting, it feels good getting money from it. It feels good getting recognition for it. You know what I'm saying? By peers and like, like, the craziest thing to me, bro, is there's a lot of cameramen here in the Bay Area, bro, that I really used to, like, look up to on, like, some, like, damn, he's really doing it type shit. Yeah. And then, I mean, it's not to toot my own horn, bro, but I'm just being me. Once I start seeing my work catch up to them and my progress catch up to them, I kind of, I wouldn't say I stopped looking at them as much, but I started 
climbing the ladder again. I'm, I started finding who's better than them. You know what I'm saying, bro? I'm always looking at yeah. who's, who's better than me. I'm never looking at the guy that's to the left of me, bro. No, I like that. I like that for sure. You you definitely always have to have something to aim for. It's important to definitely appreciate the the people you got around you or whatever that are doing the same shit. But in terms of like finding that inspiration, man. Yeah, bro. It's just more for the personal aspect. I'll never degrade yeah. the next man or speak down or feel like I'm better than the next person, bro. I feel like we all equal at the end of the day, no matter what. But if I'm if we get around each other, we establish a relationship. You feel me? That's good. That's good for both of us. But I'm not gonna let it stop with just you. Exactly. Yeah, you, you got to keep it moving. You got to keep on meeting more people. Keep on expanding that that network. Bro, we all supposed to benefit each other. That's that's really what it is, man. You know, we're uh, I'm talking right now. I guess this episode's going to come out on Monday, so I'm probably good to talk about this. Of uh, you know, uh, the slap alert. I don't know if you know J Bar's Hood Star or Light Skin Boy. The the, uh, uh, the slap alert. Yeah, Jay, a, Jay Bars sound familiar for sure. I think I know who that is. Yeah, yeah, Jay Bars, his little company, um, as well as the the FTV brand, uh, we're about to be collaborating on a on a New Year's party. That's dope. Shout out to y'all for that. Yeah, for sure. So that's just gonna be dope as hell. We excited for that. Um, info is definitely gonna be on the FTV page, on the Slap Alert page, Milo Kimball Music, all that stuff for anybody who's listening, anybody who's interested. But. And if you want to pull up too, man, it'd be dope to, to see you out there. I think we're gonna to try to get Mario over there performing and stuff. Uh, where, uh, you know what, bro? Uh, we we could talk. I'll get you on the phone about the personal tip. Yeah, yeah, we'll talk about that stuff later. Talk about that. But uh, so back to the kind of questions and stuff. So I saw you gotten into like drone filming in the last. I, I don't know exactly how long. I, I know Lil Loke has brought up a couple of your your drone footage shots and showed them to me and stuff, and it's dope, man. First of all, I gotta bro. say I'm loving seeing that stuff. It's super I cool. I appreciate that, bro. For sure. I really do. Yeah. So how long have you been doing it and how'd you get into that? Like as opposed to just the regular just sitting there with a DSLR gotcha, you know, gotcha. tripod. So I actually have a, a crazy story, bro. Like it, it might be kind of long. I'm gonna try to keep it short, but nah, like, nah. I was, like I was saying, yeah. shout out to HG, shout out to Laz the Boy, you feel me? Um so that's how I, I, you feel me? I met one man through another man. That's kind of how that situation went. But long story short, me and Laz went to Miami to do a video, feel me, out there just working and shit. But we we decided to go to Best Buy, and I ended up buying a drone while I was in Miami. So it was like the first time I ever flew one in my life, bro. But I knew I had to get one. Like, we was hitting people up while we was out there, but they wanted hella, like, ridiculous-ass, like, budgets for it and shit. So... Yeah, well, we was out there for a few days, bro. We had time, so I bought the drone. Bro, I took it out. This was probably when did I go to Miami? Um, it's like four months ago, three, four, five, six months ago, some shit like that. But bro, I'm flying it over the water. He's on a jet ski, and I'm trying to like track him, bro. I'm trying to learn the features and learn how to fly it at the same time, bro. Man. That motherfucker died on me, bro. In over mid- the water, bro. Over the ocean, bro. Bro. That, bro, listen to this, bro. This is a real trip, bro. Look how God worked. Bro, the drone died, bro. The whole time I'm thinking that motherfucker was in the water, like it's done for. Like the little 1500 I spent was just down the drain that quick. Like, you feel yeah, me? Yeah, just it washed away in the ocean, literally. Exactly, literally. But, 
bro, by the grace of God, bro, and see, that's that's one thing I can say I learned from bro, bro, is, bro, don't give up, bro, and don't count yourself out, bro. That, that's crazy because, bro, I'm doubting it, like, bro, it's bad, wooty wooty woo. You feel me, bro? Kept yeah, you sitting there getting pissed, probably. I, I was mad. I was upset, bro. I was all of that. You feel me? I was loving the footage, but long story short, bro, we end up hopping in the vet, bro. We tracked the drone down on GPS, bro. There's this place called Star Island, bro. I guess celebrities live there, bro. They was telling us Diddy lived there and hella shit, bro. <laughs> bro, we managed to finesse our way through the security gate, bro. Just mouthpiece through, bro. bro it's yeah. like six houses on the block, bro. I'm talking about we pull up to a fat-ass mansion, bro. Bro, we, we talked to the people on the gate. No, first I had to buzz the lady on the thing, bro. I told her exactly what I'm telling you right now. Bro, she had her landscaping people, bro, go through the house, bro. It took him like 20 minutes to, bro. When he bent the corner with that drone, bro, you don't know how, bro, that shit was. You is so relieved, man, I bro. bet. Bro, but ain't so that it, it, like auto flew and landed itself over there or what? That's exactly what it did. So the battery got so low and I chose to ignore the, the warning sign like an amateur. And, bro, he just, he flew and landed itself in somebody's backyard, bro. And That's crazy. Well, Bro, that is real life crazy, bro. I made a I made an Instagram story about it. I think I still got the video saved um, on my Man. phone. But yeah, bro. So that was like five months ago, bro. You feel me? That happened. I uh, came back out to the bay. Uh, and what kind of drone is this that you got? So the drone I have now is the Mavic uh, Pro Two. At the okay. time, I think it was the Maverick Air Two. It had just came out, but it was smaller, and I think the camera quality wasn't as good. But yeah, bro, I bought the drone probably. Like, um, probably like four weeks ago. Shout out Hatch eighty six. Uh, that's who I went to go pick it up from. But oh, yeah. I was hiring a guy. Uh, shout out Easy Money, big bro. He was uh, coming out. He I was hiring him to come do all my drone shots for all probably like the last ten videos I did before I started. Uh, you know, it just made sense financially, uh, time wise, to just do it myself. So I chose to do it myself and. Um, I practice pretty much every other day, bro. Like, just just getting out there, trying to get my shots, make them look good. And, uh, yeah, that's pretty much it, bro. I think I'm starting to like that side of videography more than, um, you know, just regular holding the camera, bro. I had so much more dynamic to it. Yeah, yeah. You said, so you were trying to figure out how to fly and get all the features working. How long did it, like, sitting doing all those, like, you know, actually getting all the features down to a point where you are you know, able to, to at least operate it in uh, in whatever way you're looking to do. You know, how, how long did that take you to, to actually get, you know, comfortable with? Comfortable? Man, <clears throat> a couple hours maybe, but, you know, I'm, bro, throw me in the fire, bro. I'm going to swim, bro. I don't, I don't drown. I could have water up to my forehead and I'm going to keep pushing. You know what I'm saying? But, bro, yeah. I had... Uh, bro, I learned in five minutes, bro. I'm talking about, bro, when he was flying, bro, he had he only had like 30 minutes to get on the jet ski, bro. So I'm talking about he's getting on the jet ski. I'm opening the box, bro. For the first time, I'm opening the box, getting that shit in the air. My phone dying, bro. It's hella stressful. You feel me? It was a stressful ass situation, bro. But yeah, I bet I made it. But... I made it happen in five minutes. You feel me? No, and that's the best feeling right there, too, is like, you know taking that stress and just actually overcoming it, looking at the situation going, okay, you know, it's fucked, but we got to figure out a way to work around it and make something happen anyways. Yeah, bro. So I, I'm not going to say from that day forward, I'm more optimistic, but at the same time I am because I showed myself that I could do some shit on the spot if necessary. Yep. 
And also, you feel me that, bro, don't count shit out, bro, because you feel me, it ain't over to the fat lady scene. On everything, man. Yeah, that's important to, to give them give yourself those life reminders, especially with, you know, the the doing your the, you know, whatever kind of work stuff, whether audio or visual. Exactly. Like, you know, the, the extracurricular work, or at least for me, you know, where it's not not at the moment my main income. Yeah, bro, that was that was a, a tough transition for me, bro. Like it was it was very tough. Like I think the hardest time, see, one thing about me, bro, I things might look good on the outside, bro, but you feel me? I go through it just like everybody else, bro. Like I just don't share my troubles with the world at all. Like, you feel me? I'm just gonna only post what I want to. And you know, some yeah. people see that, bro. I'm just not no int- attention seeker like that. Like, like I- I'll give you the details on it, bro. I remember my, you feel me? She's like my mom, like, you feel me? Like my adopted mom, just because of, you feel me, how I was brought up, you feel me? My my life, you feel me? Situation with my mom and you feel me? Yeah. And whatnot. But I was basically, quote unquote, adopted, you feel me? But she passed away last year, bro. At the height of my career, bro, I had 20 videos to edit, bro. Bills to pay, bro. I'm trying to manage all of that at the same time, trying to cope with the death of somebody very close to me. So, yeah. Yeah, but that shit was just, you feel me? It is what it is, though. It's life. You got to keep pushing. But you feel me? That shit did something to my mental that, you feel me? I ain't never really felt before. Well, sure, man. Yeah, working through that shit. Like, when life hits like that, it really can be hard to keep, keep shit going on a business aspect, you know? There you bro. Keep, That's, keep the but, business moving. But, but like I said, bro, I could have water to my forehead. I'm going to keep swimming. Like, that, like that right that. there showed me that I could keep, you feel me, paddling, bro, even if I got to turn on my back and float for a minute. You feel me? I just had to float for a second, bro. I couldn't swim right then, but you know what I'm trying to say, bro. Like, no, she, 100%, she man. Real, yeah. so. I lost my mom about four or five years ago now. And it's, yeah. uh, talk about that more later, if anything, off the off there or whatever. But, awesome. yeah, that shit's real as fuck, man. I definitely feel you. I got a lot of respect to you sticking through and just working, saying fuck it, you know, keeping shit grinding. Exactly, bro. I was trying to transition from part-time at a job, part-time music videos, to taking a risk to just doing this. You feel me? I got kids, so... That shit's scary, bro. It is scary, bro. I got two mouths to feed. You feel me? I'm and I can imagine. I, that's that's got to be even more intense than I give you mad props, bro. Bro, I be going... I ain't going to say I be going through it, because you feel me? Somebody got a worse situation than me out there, but I just try to smile through this shit, bro. Like, you feel me? We only got one life, bro. So we gotta just, you feel me, make the best of this shit, like they say, bro. But words really mean something, bro. Like, really make the best of that shit. Yeah, on everything, bro. I like that. I like that a lot. And honestly, that I think that's a good way to to end this on air, at least. You know, sit and talk if you want after. But the for the on air portion, I, I like that a lot. Is a is a good way to wrap it up, man. It's that shit is hard to deal with, but like you say, you know, if you once you can prove to yourself then once you've been up to your to your forehead in water and you swim your way out, you know, you prove to yourself, you know, it's it's doable. Anything. And keeping that mindset is so fucking important, bro. It is, bro. If you bro, if you feel like knowing that shit so can get mind. bad, but you always gonna be able to make it out. There's always gonna be somebody who's swimming a little bit deeper than you are. You know, you got a little bit easier than somebody else, you know. Those things right there are super important. It is, bro. Perspective is everything, bro. For sure, man. Well, thank you for pulling up, bro. I really appreciate your time. Looking forward to definitely get you involved uh, with some FTV stuff in the future. It's good, man. Shout out FTV, bro. I appreciate y'all for having me. No doubt, bro.
uh, well, we're going to get back to the episode. Uh, Feezy, thank you a ton, man. Uh, is there anything you want to plug before we go, bro? Any projects you want to shout out your Instagram, all that stuff? Yeah, man. Y'all can find me at Feezy Films. That's F-E-E-Z-I-E-F-I-L-M-S on Instagram. That's pretty much my main social. Y'all can find me there. Yeah, it's going to be in the title, too. I appreciate you, G. No doubt, no doubt. And then, yeah, you got any new projects coming out right now that, that people can look forward to? Um, yeah, bro, I actually do got a lot of stuff um, coming out soon. I got a, um, I got a really cool directed video. Shout out to K. Lou. Shout out to Rachel Moto. Uh, we directed a really cool video. Oh um, yeah, that's pretty much the only thing I really want to speak on right now. No worries, no worries. I like that. I'm excited to see it. So, bro, I appreciate you. No doubt, bro. Well, we're gonna get back to the episode right now, and I'll catch you soon, Feezy. All right, it's good. Hit me. So that was a dope-ass interview, though. Barry, I was I was really happy to have Feezy. It was my first time really sitting, chopping it up with him. And yeah. uh, it was a good time. He's a good-ass dude. Like, man, I can say likewise, man. Yeah, hell yeah, not for sure, man. Me and him always have good conversation every time we link up and stuff. Real humble-ass person to have a conversation with, you know. You know, me and him, me and him be linking up and shit. You know, we go on our little jogs and shit. You feel me when we can and just chop up game and shit, you know, talk about the next move that we're going to make. You know, we talk about everything that we're working on together, whatever I'm working on with the homies in FTV or in Loco's world, whatever, you know, we always just like to chop up that game. Dude, any dope videos on top of that. You feel me? So shit. That's what I was talking a lot with on the video or on that interview, uh, man. Most his drone man. shots, all all of the stuff he's been getting into recently has been really fucking dope. I've been really excited to see all of the stuff that has been, uh, especially that you guys have been working on. You know, the make it double video that you guys dropped man. was amazing. Which right, right. That being man. said, um, let me introduce the homie Shoki, which I mentioned earlier. Yo, it's good. Hey, what's up with the homie, man? All right. Yeah, I'm a. Uh, right now for audio engineering yeah this is one of the homies over at sae um he came out in japan originally hailing from japan yeah. we got shoki okay. yeah right. no nah, he, right. he's he's got some dope ass beats though on the real uh his shit's actually really fucking sick i've been like yes sir he was over here working on some homework for for sae which as mario said you know that's where we met earlier Man, you know, yeah. about two years ago at this point. That's man, right. That's right. I seen a video. Pushing, man. I seen a video of me, you, Bari, and Mark Kush in the studio on my Snapchat stories from two years ago Swear. today. Damn. Yesterday. Oh shit! And that shit I remember right there. that session too. I remember that session. You know which one I'm talking about, bro. I don't even gotta say no more. Man, my boy Bar used to come up in there and shit, and just straight gas the mic with nothing written and shit. That boy would just be flowing up in that oh, motherfucker man. too. Bro, the videos I got of him and Light Skin Boy rapping around together, bro. Yeah, bro. Like they they saucy. Hell I'll have him. Uh, if y'all haven't heard the episode with him on the the FTV podcast, definitely go listen to that. Um. I'll nope, have nope. him on Mondays with Milo ASAP. Nope, no doubt. But what, what, what was you saying? 
My bad, I didn't mean to uh, cut you off, but like I was saying, uh, man, don't me, yeah, me and Barry got a podcast together too, right? Me, you, Josh, him, uh, and uh, Vega, right? Or there's and, a whole uh, lot of Delanda, people right? on that episode, yeah, yeah, Delanda, yeah, that on was the tenth episode, it was the tenth episode of uh, the FTV FTV podcast episode ten. The podcast, yep. if you're listening to this on Spotify, go to the account that this podcast was posted from. And I want you to go and check out FTV Podcast Episode 10. Yes. That has Lil Loke, this guy, J-Bars, that I'm mentioning right now. That's A right. whole bunch of fucking dope-ass artists. Bago Beats, J-Red. It's, it's a whole fucking clusterfuck of creativity. Like That's right. On everything, man. But, hey, let me, let me bring it back to, uh, to kind of... Well, what we was talking about with this or with the interview we just did, you know, like that was awesome, man. I, I really enjoyed talking to Feezy. And as I as we were talking about, you've known dude for what he said 15 years. Yeah, man. Shit, honestly, shit seems like longer than that, man, to be real with you, because I ain't gonna lie, um, bro's a couple years older than me, and I was like, I was like two, three years old. When I first like met all them guys, and they were already a little bit older than me, you know, they were already like in like eighth grade, something like that, you know, when I was in like third grade, fourth grade, you know, so I was like the little homie always running around and stuff like that, you know, but we were all tight like a family, you know, so, you know, we just all kept in contact, you know, even after we grew up, you know, we all kept in contact, you know, uh, my family knows his family very well. And we just been tight ever since, you know, we linked back up, you know, we, I started doing the music. He was already shooting videos for big artists throughout the Bay. You know, he did videos for um, baby gas out of Oakland. Uh, he did a video for a little Yay South the city, rest in peace. You know, um, yeah. man, he's done, done work for a lot of uh, big names out here. You know, he even does uh, weddings and um, party events, all kinds of stuff like that, you know, and he's one of the best out of my city, in my opinion, you know, so it was only right that I started linking up with my bro to, um, shoot my videos and ever since we did facts we've been shooting videos together ever since so i didn't know how many work with yes uh first of all i just want to say that is honestly like an epic kind of story in general in terms of just how he came up and where you know he came from compared to you know where all of us came up and including the fact that you guys grew up in such a similar and the same environment, basically. You know what I mean? Right, right. Literally, literally on the same block. Like, y'all was on the same same shit yep. for so long. And he ended up in the videos. You ended up in the rap. What? For right. you as a, as a rap artist, I, I know that you when you showed up to the school, um, do you want to explain your point of view on where you were looking at music when you showed up to SAE? Yeah, definitely. Well, I mean, to be honest with you, man, I mean, like I said, I've always been into the music, you know, but at that point in my life, I was just trying to find a way out because the music was always in the back of my mind. And I always wanted to be like a producer or an engineer, kind of like what, what you're doing and what you, Mark Cush, Bago, and everyone else does. You know, that was always my point of interest. I never really took the rapid thing too serious. I tried it, but it just wasn't, I wasn't feeling it right away, you know, and I didn't want no one trying to judge me for that shit, you know, because everyone always thinks, oh, a rapper, oh, it's what we want to be like everyone else, whatever. And I was like, I was trying to do something different. 
But as far as when I went to SAE, like I said, I was just trying to find a way out of the hole in my life that I was in at the time, you know, from trapping and trying to duck and dodge fucking motherfucking haters and shit. You feel me? Or, you know what I'm getting at and just trying to build something, you know, because I didn't want to just be stuck in the same position all my life. You know, I actually wanted to be able to say that I did something with myself, you know, and especially do it with something I love. And I always had it. And expressions, I've always heard so much about expressions. So I like I gave it a shot. I signed up. I took a tour there and I fell in love with the place once I seen all the studios and seeing how it was. I seen everyone there was just like me. And it was just a cool environment, man. I really got persuaded into going to that place. I guess you can say, you know, well, just... tell me if I'm wrong too. And you you went on a like tour there in like elementary. You said like in like elementary or middle school or something like that. No, no, no. I was um no, nah, no, nah, I was already, um, I want to say I was damn near like a, a, a sophomore or junior somewhere in high school, I think, when we went on that uh, field trip. I already knew about the school in middle school. Like, in middle school, I already knew about expressions because, like, like I said, I've always been into the music, so people always told me about it. But I never really took it too serious, you know? Like, it kind of just, like, forgot something I forgot about, you know, um, when I got older, you know? But someone kind of pumped it in the back of my mind to start you know, thinking about going to school. And I was like, you know what, if I'm going to do it, then I'm going to go to expression, then I'm going to make that shit happen. You know, because like I said, like I seen it back in high school, how it really was in person. And I fell in love. Dude. I fell respect. in love with that place. For respect. sure. For sure. It's, uh, yeah, here, Shoki, you, you got to get a little closer to that mic, man. Oh, yeah, no, I'm just saying that's dope, man. That's dope. Most definitely, man. For sure. For sure. You know, when I took it, started taking it more serious again. I was already like, I want to say like 19, 20, maybe somewhere. I think when I first got enrolled there, somewhere around that age. And, um, uh, and I started going, man, like, yeah, yeah we, were we were both 19. We were both 19. Cause I remember I turned 20 while I was at the school. Uh-huh. Uh, you're, you know, like a little bit over, uh, like you're almost a year older than me type. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, bro, that, that shit's crazy to me, man. It's, that was in man. I turned twenty two in uh, like two months. Like, oh shit! Okay, you know what I mean. Like that's just insane, bro. The the way the time flies with all that, right? It's, uh, it's definitely fucking trippy, bro. Like the way that I saw the school originally versus the way I see it now, too. With them, you know, looking at shutting down, which uh, you guys can go and listen to the FTV podcast to hear more of my story on that, all all, all of that stuff. For sure, but, for uh, sure. Uh, on what's going on over there. But, yeah, man, the way that they sell it, the way that everything about it, man, it's it's changed, but it, in the worst way, to be honest with you. But at the same time, COVID it, fucked us all over. <laughs> that's the thing is it's we're we're dealing with a pandemic and there's nothing that I as an individual can do to make shit better at my school. And so the fact that I can at least attend it in campus or on campus is enough for me to say fuck it, that's worth it. Right. And, right. You know, it's it's been great being back. I've met this homie Shoki, which I want to ask you, bro, like, how did you originally, like, what, what sold you on SAE? And this, sorry, I'm over here drinking. No, you guys. Um, 
What like what inspired you to like kind of originally enroll in SAE, especially considering you started while it was online, correct? Yeah, so like I enrolled like in uh, May of last year, actually. But like I was just like I was just like, man, I don't want to go to music schools, and I already knew I wanted to be anyone. And that was just like one of the first ones to like pop up. And I just started looking at all the campuses and shit, like the ones in like you know, Chicago and all that. And like already had a homie in the Bay Area. So I was like, man, I've always wanted to like go out there and shit. So I was like, man, fuck it. And I was already, I was in college at the time too. Like I was on like a full scholarship at uh, you know, like LSU, which is like, you know, Louisiana State University. And you had a full scholarship out there? Yeah. Like, oh, like, wow. Okay, like, okay. Uh, yeah, like a full scholarship. But... And so what entailed exactly that full scholarship? Like, how did you get that? That's impressive as fuck, right? Like, I didn't even know yeah, that. It was like a combination of, like, you know, you get money from the state and shit, and, you know, just good, like, academic shit, you know? Cause, uh, okay, so you was just on your shit like that to the point where there was just I mean not down to have you pull up. I didn't have like super good grades or anything, but like you know enough of good grades where they gave you a full scholarship. That's insane. Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> Definitely nothing to to forget about, bro. That's amazing. Yeah, yeah, but but even then, you know, I felt like you know I could I could spend my time better doing what I really want to do. So that's that's really I like that out here, like and trying to. And so you found out about SAE exactly, like what was the? I just like Google searched it, and then I, I looked at SAE. And like you just Google searched like what music schools, yeah, the area, or was it just music schools? Well, blank? I already knew about SAE, like through like uh, this other producer. And you had the homie in the Bay Area. Yeah, yeah, like this other producer went to SAE in uh, in, in Atlanta actually. But, uh, okay. Okay. Yeah, I, I was gonna. I was looking at that one too. But and that being said, real quick too, it's like you know, I I introduced this guy Shoki over to uh to my homie Brian Farrow, who graduated from the San Jose location of SAE in 2017. Okay. Okay. Has been closed since 2018. Which I mean, Mario, you know, you and I met when we were both 20. 19 turning 20 type of thing you know what i mean like right right this this place uh, which basically timeline for any of the listeners what that means is before i enrolled in my sae for college the, the san jose location closed man you know it's funny too is i actually considered them enrolling into that one too and then i heard about that i was like damn but the san jose location is also like a quarter as dope as the Emeryville location, which doesn't right away the fact that they're selling the Emeryville location of SAE. And, uh, you know, I'm not going to talk too much shit on that because I don't want no fucking lawsuit for my school. But yeah, everyone knows uh, that. Until I'm until I'm done being an active student there, I'm not going to say too much on that. But I'll you guys stay tuned for more more info on all that stuff. Basically, I mean. I'll get into deeper on how they closed the school and what they're planning on doing with the closing the school in the next couple episodes. I will say this on my behalf. Though, I'll get more speaks for me before this you get into that. Before you get into that, I will say more on my point of view on what SAE is once I'm done being a student. So, but Tony, speak to you though. You said, like I said, on my I speak on my behalf, and this is for me because I'm not an active student at this moment, but. I am 
highly upset that they are selling the school right now, even though I am not enrolled in any classes at this moment. My heart is broken. I cannot believe this crap. This is, man, like, this is some shit. Like, for real, I'm devastated. I'm devastated because that was my school. That's where I wanted to go. If I was going to go to any college, that was it. Right there. To all of those points, I can say I fucking agree a thousand percent. Um, I could speak more on things later once I'm, like I said, not a student, but yeah, really, it's... Oh, I definitely can go in, but I don't want to keep the topic going. Yeah. We can have a whole podcast about this. If you, you feel me? Yeah, we'll make that one a whole episode <laughs> once I graduate. <laughs> but, uh, man. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Not nah, back to you, though, homie. No, nah, I'm curious, though, man. Like, I mean, so like. Shoki, yeah, bro. Like, what? So you say you found it, you, you looked it up. Yeah, yeah. So I just, like, I looked it up and I, I, I like, called them. Asked about the pricing and shit, and you know, I just I, it was kind of steep, you know. It was kind of steep. I'm not gonna lie, like relatable, you know. You know, but, uh, you know, I was like, I was like, you know what, fuck it. I'ma just like, I'ma just go in, and, like, and then, you just sent it. Yeah, yeah. I was just I, I got the flight, and you know, I, I was it was just that. Yeah, it's that's amazing. It's you honestly said you already, super um, cool to meet people out of out of state who came just for every bill SAE. And then also that being said, to the point we were just talking about, now they're closing it. But you said what what's that, Mario? No, I was just gonna ask too, because I if I'm not mistaken, I thought you were heard that something about like, you know, you've always wanted to come out to the Bay Area and shit like that, man. If I'm not mistaken, you said that, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hell yeah, for you sure. Know, for why Hell I said yeah. yeah. Before we chop it up and call it a night, you know, uh, let's say a little, little, little shout out. You you just dropped in it to win first yes, first sir. ever tape by a little love debut album. Yeah, you feel give me? Come little, on now. Give us a little word on it. What is it? What what's it about? What what happened with it? Why why is this here? How did how did this come to fruition? Oh man, well come on, like. The title says it all, man. In it to win, man. Like, that's just my story right there, for sure, for sure. This is my starting point right here, and it's just going to keep on getting better. You feel me? That's the album right there that explains everything that you expect to hear from me in the future, you know? That tells my story right there from the start, you know? And I got plenty more chapters to go on after that, you feel me? This is just the start the start of the game, you know? In it to win. This is how I wanted to evolve. This is how I wanted to keep it pushing. It took me about a good year and a half, two years to get it in the works and put everything together, but we made it happen, man. I got some dope-ass mixing uh, engineers, man. Shout-out to my boy Milo Kimball Music. Shout-out to my boy YFG Daniel. Shout-out to my producers, Mac Wayne, Bagel Beats, Marcus. All y'all, man, for real. We made that shit happen. Man, we really have been working on this one for a second. This has been a project in the works for a while now, and it's amazing, bro. I fucking love it. Like, I have slapped it multiple times beyond me listening to it just to show love for the the like you know shit that i've mixed or whatever like i, I listened to the songs that i i did and i was surprised to see a couple of them on there i will say there's a couple of mixes on there that as we've talked about you know they were not final mixes so but at the same time too they aren't labeled as my mixes so i'm not gonna really trip too much on it <laughs> Right, but, uh, right, no, for sure. They for weren't sure. the final no, versions. We'll get that fixed up in the future. But just for any listeners, so you know, you know, some of those sounds 
they're going to sound better in the future. Amen. And they already are sounding better in the moment, even that being said, too. You know, like. Hell yeah. And we got more to do, man. Shit, we still we got, got a couple whole tracks lot that more to do. Up still. Yeah, and we still got to do new ones and shit, man. We got plenty of work to do, which on that note, I mean, what have you been working on, man? What's up with Mr. Milo, man, the host of this whole fucking thing, man? Shit, what do you got going on? I know you be working. Man, honestly, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll kill it up with this one. My fucking uh, damn near, yeah, bro. I've been back in class. Um, you know, we're on campus now, which has been amazing. Uh, we've been dealing with this Omicron bullshit, which has been keeping us online for the last three weeks. On, oh, man. You know, just annoying us. It, it's been trifling as fuck in terms of, dude, they sent us an email telling us it's going to be two weeks. Until we're back on campus. Fuck. Oh, shit. And Mario, you were with me when we walked into the campus. And they told us two Uh, two and a half years ago. Mr. George Borden. When COVID first started. Mr. George and I, Lil Loke and I walked into class the first day (laughs) that COVID was officially announced. And uh, we we thought, I, I had heard about COVID and heard that everything was shut down. Shit. And Mario and I couldn't believe it. So we said, fuck it, we're still going to pull up. And Man. we pulled up to the school. And we get there, yeah. and our teacher is sitting in the classroom. Shout out to George Borden. Mr. George Borden. <laughs> he looks at us all types of crazy. What the fuck? fuck are you guys doing here <laughs> like <laughs> on everything man i really did he's like yeah bro like i'll see you guys in two weeks you know there's covid going on there's a whole new disease whatever we right. were like oh okay whatever like all right right Rest. right and i remember leaving laughing about it. like like in my head i remember having that joke of like oh man it's like a new spring break we get right right oh yeah we were like shit, this is gonna bounce back we're gonna be good in a couple weeks we'll, we'll be, right. be back in two weeks it's whatever right in three years we're still dealing with fucking hey i mean shit we were all online for the last two months like i said bro the last last eight weeks last fucking six weeks crazy. man mm-hmm. that shit was crazy man shit remember then uh remember too we had uh went to the uh to the pit to the pier to the dock or whatever, and we've seen that boat that had l- l- came in. From yeah, Oakland. yeah. So Mario and I had gone to the dock of. Yeah, we'll we'll wrap it up with this, or I'll I'll basically to finish up with what I've been on, and then we'll wrap it up with this story. But uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, I basically, you know, I've been working hella tough. I've, I've been getting involved with some uh, some YouTubers that are pretty dope. Uh, some people I've been a fan of for a while. There's a podcast that I've been listening to for the last like year and a half, two years now that I might actually be about to start mixing for, which would be amazing. Hell yeah, man. Uh, How's that coming, man? Everything going good with that? Yeah, bro. I mean, I I just did a song for their video guy dash like engineer for their show. And, uh, you know, I just sat and talked with the guy who runs the main channel for a cool nice. minute. I'll speak more on names in the future if this does come to fruition, but you know. Most definitely, most definitely. For sure, for sure. One more question before so, we wrap it up. Can we expect any more uh, future projects from Mr. Milo Kimball Music himself? I do have a solo project I am working on myself. Uh, that one is under wraps and I'm not sure when that will come out, but Beyond so be that, on the lookout. Beyond be on the that, lookout. I mean, I've got music dropping all the time. This 
song with, like I said, the the video guy for this YouTube channel. It within 24 hours, it had 200 to 300 comments on it. That's right. That's right. Love. They were they were all showing love. That's right. There you go. That's and right. We're so it was, yeah, it's. Uh, I think it's you know been out for about a week now, and it's at about three thousand plays, which is definitely lower than some of the songs that I've dropped, but in terms of numbers, but it's also the fastest in terms of numbers that I've seen anything run up, which is a super inspiring and amazing feeling. Um, That's right. Yeah, man, uh, I'll keep everybody up to date with what's coming out. Uh, Mondays with Milo will be out every other Monday. We're going to keep shit going. That's right. Real quick to wrap shit up, though, Mario, you want to finish up this, uh, this little story? Oh yeah, the one about us at the at the dock. Yeah, here, yeah. yeah. So pretty much, man, we're on our way uh, to go to school and shit. You know, go do what we do and everything. And this was like the day before, I believe. Um, they got serious and they shut everything down. We had went to the Emeryville Pier to go hang out and chill, get on a little sesh before we get to school. You already know. Let me let man. me cut you off real quick too, and just add on before you get deeper. I had a homie that had pulled up. He had been living in. Los Banos, which is about four hours away from Oakland. And he made the drive out to Oakland for the day to come and hang out. And I was over at this spot, the Emeryville Pier, with him hanging out. When I hit up Mario uh, to come and meet up with my boy, Marcus, who, uh, 23 Couch, we, we did a podcast with him somewhat recently the ftv episode with him there there is one so make sure you don't miss that for sure um beyond that though yeah like dude we were already over there kicking it we hit you up to come and pull up and you could take it from there yeah right right so i pull up on the homies milo and marcus you know we go do what we do man we're sitting there chilling and i'm sitting there looking i'm like oh shit and they're like what was going on and the boat is sitting there surrounded by choppers. You got helicopters flying around that shit. You got coast guards flying Whoa, around the water. You know what? You know what? Let me run you back a little bit. We first, the first thing that Marcus and I saw was the dozens of people running in one direction. Like, like it was like a fucking, it was like the boy band One Direction pulled up type shit. Like motherfuckers yeah. was running in one direction. Like, they was all going straight to the west type shit. Like, they was all going straight to this one spot on the on the pier. Which, you know, the whole fucking spot is beautiful. There's no reason to be at a specific point. But we just start seeing hella people running over there. Right, and so right. that's what had us going, what the fuck? Yeah. Man, I don't even think I was there for that. I didn't see that part. Was I there for that? Yeah, you were, you were, but so no, nah, we saw all those motherfuckers running over. I'll, I'll even take it over from here, if anything. And uh, uh, I was just tripping, yeah, because I don't, yeah, that was crazy. Yeah, man, yeah, that bro, whole day was crazy. I'll say from my point of view, we we saw them running over from there, and that was insane. We were like, "What the fuck is happening, bro?" Like, and Marcus and I ran out and talked to some lady who was super weirded out and just like. Definitely either tweaked out on some drugs or, uh, you know, tweaked out in her own mind. 
<laughs> Either way, yeah. Either way, she was tweaked out. Yeah. <laughs> and we start talking to her, and she's like, yeah, bro, that boat, it's... Or at least that's what we thought, I guess I should say, too, because she's like, that boat, it's got the end of the world on it. Like, whatever. You know, she's just <laughs> going all crazy about it. Like, you know, yeah, they, they searched on us. Yeah, they, they got a bunch of people infected with this disease, COVID-19, and they're all stuck on the boat. And they're not letting anybody go. And so they decided to, uh, they were stuck in the middle of the Atlantic. And they decided to bring it to fucking Oakland. And so they're trying to infect all of us with this disease. Oh, shit. It was, was her whole theory. Man. Man, it was crazy during that time. I remember that. It was surrounded by all the helicopters, the boats, and all that. That shit was crazy. Motherfuckers didn't know what was going to happen. And then that's when we came in then school the next day, and they told us it was all shut down. Dude. and that's It was a wrap insane, after that. Man. And so... I guess yeah. To wrap up that story, yeah, we we were there for the the boat that uh was. I immediately looked it up and it was on the news on like a bunch yep. of different news channels. I seen it on the news um, in Fairfield showed, before I even I pulled up. I didn't think we'd see it from that far. No, I showed both of y'all as soon as we seen it though that it was like what the fuck like the boat that we're looking at, and we watched it pull up into the Emeryville pier. Basically, we yeah. watched it ride in and dock. Which is right. sat in that same dock position, having gone to that spot for you know I go there weekly to buy weekly. It sat there for about three four months. That same yeah. boat. Yeah. Uh, I guess the passengers were stuck on the boat for about a month after the fact of them docking. Um, yeah. It, you know it was a whole thing and it, it got really intense with all that. But for us to have just pulled up and randomly watched it ride in. And then the next day for us to get hit with the COVID strike on school, it Ooh, was such shit. a just surreal couple of days that it, it will definitely like always be ingrained in my memory of just like a, what the fuck was that? Like, <laughs> I couldn't describe it better, man. I couldn't describe it any better. Hey, and that being said, you know what? That's Mondays with Milo. I appreciate mm-hmm. anybody who's listened all the way through the first episode. Really fucking does mean a lot. And uh, yeah, I got a lot of love for all y'all. Thank you, Mario. Really appreciate you on spending the time to help record this. Thank you, Shoki, for pulling up for the second half of the episode. Yeah, no problem, man. Man, it means a lot, bro. Uh, Off top, man. Come on now. You already know what it is. FTV, the collective, man. FTV, we following the vision, bro. We back. We get in the podcast next week. You guys should be able to catch the first episode of Bego's Block Party coming out. I can't even tell you what day, but it's going to come out next week. At least I fucking hope so. If not next week, it'll be out soon. So wait on that. It's going to be some short podcasts, uh, short form podcasts that are going to be quite entertaining from the idea, ideas and, uh, you know, topics that I've heard that they're going to be talking about. It's going to be great. So I'm loving it. I hope you guys are loving it too. And I will catch you guys next Monday. That's Hell right. yeah, man. Mario, Stan Learman, I mean, I think we're going to have to have you on next Monday. If any of you guys are listening and want to see Mario on the next episode, drop a comment. Send some love to the man. 
Come no, on now, no. y'all want to see me? It's Locos World. Eats. I know y'all want to see the man Lil Love. I mean, I want to see the man Lil Love next week on the or not next week, I guess you know because we that's that's Bego's Block Party's week. But that's right. The next I'll be here though. I'll the be next here. Mondays with Milo type week. I'm hoping to see Lil Love. So I want to hear I'm what right y'all there, think. Man. But uh, yeah, man, we'll we'll talk to y'all soon for sure. Hope you guys have Sounds a great good. uh great couple of weeks and. Catch y'all soon, for sure. All love, y'all. FTV. Keep on following that vision, boy. Mondays with Milo. We out.